Well, hello guys and welcome to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Uh, today we're going to get caught up and we're going to read um, our February the 26th reading for today. Once again, if you're just now joining us, we are going through the one year chronological Bible, the New Living Translation Bible. So guys, uh, so do take on reading through instead of reading straight through. Um, we're going to read through it chronologically as it happened in history. And uh, real quick, um, I want to ask you guys for prayer. Um, I live in the Texas Panhandle, and we have several wildfires burning right now all around us. Um, we are completely full of smoke here. I have some cousins in Pampa. They had to evacuate their homes. Um, lots of fires. We have one that's fire that is 0% contained, has burned over 250,000 acres uh, we have several fires to the east of us that are 30, 40,000 miles. Uh, I'm sorry, 40,000 acres. And so we had one to the northwest, I believe, of us. Uh, this morning was at 20,000. Now it's at 30,000. And so, folks, if you would just please pray in prayer for the Texas Panhandle and Oklahoma Panhandles. Uh, we have raging wildfire, wildfires. Um, with winds gusting to 75 miles an hour. So we definitely would appreciate your prayers uh, in the Texas Panhandle, um, in the Oklahoma Panhandle as well. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and get started. And uh, we're going to go ahead and read Redeeming Gifts Offered to the Lord, Leviticus chapter 27. And then we're going to read uh, Numbers chapter 1, verses 1 through 54 today. Okay. You have to bear with me with the names. Um, just know this Texas girl tries, okay? <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Okay, they're reading out of the actual Bible and not my phone tonight, so bear with me, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, redeeming gifts offered to the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If anyone makes a special vow to dedicate someone to the Lord by paying the value of that person, here is the scale of values to be used. A man between the ages of 20 and 60 is valued at 50 shekels of silver as measured by the sanctuary shekel. A woman of that age is valued at 30 shekels of silver. A boy between the ages of 5 and 20 is valued at 20 shekels of silver. A girl of that age is valued at 10 shekels of silver. A boy between the ages of 1 month and 5 years is valued at 5 shekels of silver. A girl of that age is valued at three shekels of silver. A man older than 60 is valued at 15 shekels of silver. A woman of that age is valued at 10 shekels of silver. If you desire to make such a vow but cannot afford to pay the required amount, take the person to the priest. He will determine the amount for you to pay based on what you can afford. If your vow involves giving an animal that is acceptable as an offering to the Lord, any gift to the Lord will be considered holy. You may not exchange or substitute it for another animal, neither a good animal for a bad one or nor a bad animal for a good one. But if you do exchange one animal for another, then both of the original animal and its substitute will be considered holy. If your vow involves an unclean animal, one that is not acceptable as an offering to the Lord, then you must bring the animal to the priest. He will assess his value and his assessment will be final, whether high or low. You, if you want to buy back the animal, you must pay the full set price or set the the value set by the priest plus twenty percent. Okay. If someone dedicates a house to the Lord, the priest will come to assess his value. 
The priest's assessment will be final, whether high or low. If the person who dedicated the house wants to buy it back, he must pay the value set by the priest plus 20%. Then the house will again be his. If someone dedicates to the Lord a piece of his family property, his value will be assessed according to the amount of seed required to plant it. 50 shekels of silver for a, seed, for a field planted with five bushels of barley seed. If the field is dedicated to the Lord in the year of Jubilee, then the entire assessment will apply. But if the field is dedicated after the year of Jubilee, the priest will assess the land's value in proportion to the number of years left in the next, in the next year of Jubilee. Its assessed value is reduced each year. If the person who dedicated the field wants to buy a bag, he must pay the value set by the priest plus 20%. Then the field will again be legally his. But if he does not want to buy a bag then, and it is sold to someone else, the field can no longer be bought back. When the field is released in the year of Jubilee, it will be holy, a field specially set apart for the Lord. It will become the property of the priest. If someone dedicates to the Lord a field he has purchased but which is not part of his family property, the priest will assess his value on the number of years left until the next year of Jubilee. On that day, he must give the assessment value of the land as a sacred donation to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field must be returned to the person from whom he purchased it, the one who inherited as a family property. All the payments must be measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel, which equals 20 jeros. You may not dedicate a firstborn animal to the Lord, for the firstborn of your cattle, sheep, and goats already belong to him. However, you may buy back the firstborn of a ceremonial unclean animal by paying the priest's assessment of its worth plus 20%. If you don't buy it back, the priest will sell it as its assessed value. However, anything specially set apart for the Lord, whether a person, an animal, or family property, must never be sold or bought back. Anything devoted in this way has been set apart as holy, and it belongs to the Lord. No person specially set apart for destruction may be bought back. Such a person must be put to death. One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain from the fields or fruit from the trees, belongs to the Lord and must be set apart to him as holy. If you want to buy back the Lord's tenth of the grain or fruit, you must pay its value plus 20%. Count off every tenth animal from your herds and flocks and set them apart for the Lord as, for the Lord as holy. You may not pick and choose between good and bad animals, and you may not substitute one for another. But if you do exchange one animal for another, then both the original animal and its substitute will be considered holy and cannot be bought back. These are the commands that the Lord gave through Moses on Mount Sinai for the Israelites. Okay, so Israel's first census. This is Numbers chapter 1, verses 1 through 54, and this happened about 1445 or 12 B.C. And it's noted here that one month after the tabernacle was completed, the Lord told Moses to take a census. So, uh, a year after Israel's departure from Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses uh, in the tabernacle in the, weird of, in the wilderness of Sinai. On the first day of the second month of that year, he said, From the whole community of Israel, record the names of all the warriors by their clans and families. List all the men 20 years old or older who are able to go to war. You and Aaron must register, register the troops, and you will be assisted by one, by one family leader from each tribe. These are the tribes and the names of the leaders who will assist you. Tribe of Reuben will be... Sorry, guys. Let's see if I can get this a little closer. Here we go. You guys know I'm blind. I'm sorry. So from the tribe of Reuben, uh, the leader will be Eliezer, son of Shedrur. Uh, Simeon, the leader will be Shelemuel, son of Zerushaddai. 
Judah, uh, the leader will be Nashon, son of Amalabdab. And Issachar uh, will be Nathaniel, son of Zur. And from the tribe of Zebulun, Eliab, son of Helen, will be the leader. And from the tribe of Ephraim, son of Joseph, Elishima, son of Amahud. And uh, Manasseh, son of Joseph, the leader will be Gamaliel, son of Pedahazur. From the tribe of Benjamin, uh, Abadan, son of Gideoni. And from the tribe of Dan would be Abadan, I'm sorry, would be Ahizer, son of Amashadadai. And from the tribe of Asher would be Pagiel, son of Okran. Gad, well, the leader would be Eliashaf, son of Jewelil. And Naphtali, the leader will be Ahira, son of Enam. Okay, so these are the chosen leaders of the community, the leaders of their ancestral tribes, the heads of the clans of Israel. So Moses and Aaron called together these chosen leaders, and they assembled the whole community of Israel on that very day. All the people were registered according to the to their ancestry by their clans and families. The men of I'm sorry, the men of Israel who were 20 years old or older were listed one by one, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses recorded their names in the wilderness of Sinai. This is the number of men 20 years or old, 20 years old or older, who were able to go to war, as their names were listed in the records of their clans and uh, flame, families. So from the tribe of Reuben, Jacob's oldest son, the number was 46,500. Simeon, 59,300. Gad, 45,650. Judah, 74,600. Issachar, 54,400. Zebulun, 57,400. Ephraim, son of Joseph, 40,500. Manasseh, son of Joseph, 32,200. Benjamin, 35,400. Dan, 62,700. Asher, 41,500. Naphtali, 53,400. These were the men registered by Moses and Aaron, the 12 leaders of Israel, all listed according to their ancestral descent. They were registered by families, all the men of Israel, who were 20 years old or older and able to go to war. The number was 603,550. But this total did not include the Levites. For the Lord had said to Moses, Do not include the tribe of Levi in the registration. Do not count them with the rest of the Israelites. Put the Levites in charge of the tabernacle of the covenant, along with all its furnishings and equipment. They must carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings as you travel, and they must take care of it and camp around it. Whenever it is time for the tabernacle to move, the Levites will take it down. And when it is time to stop, they will set it up again. But any unauthorized person who goes too near the tabernacle must be put to death. Each tribe of Israel will camp in a designated area with its own family banner. But the Levites will camp around the tabernacle of the covenant to protect the community of Israel from the Lord's anger. The Levites are responsible to stand guard around the tabernacle. So the Israelites did everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Oh boy, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you're enjoying this reading through the Bible chronologically. I know I am. It's been such a blessing. And I just pray that the Lord would bless the reading of his word. And guys, thank y'all so much for joining me. And as always, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may tonight be the night that the Lord Jesus comes and takes us home. Thanks you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of y'all.